Hello. Welcome to It's the Tea. He's R to the Edgy. And she's Nick Jew. Hello. Hi. Um, we have a guest. We do have uh, someone else on the podcast. <laughs> someone else is here. I was I about to ask, that... and who am I? Who right. does that make I, don't, <laughs> I don't know that you're a guest anymore. <laughs> When you got the keys uh, to the house, you are no longer a guest. Mm -hmm. Hello, Saint and Ink. Wow. <laughs> mm -hmm. Words are violence, and I just need you <laughs> to know <laughs> the, fate is, the fate is due. Yeah. I know, I know everyone's, I, I, listen, uh, I don't want to be traumatized by having to bear witness to this violence. <laughs> Um, because that will personally cause me to not be able to sleep <laughs> and it'll bring up my past trauma from watching you niggas fight in front of me. So my request is that y'all be nice. Um, I'll see what I can do. Uh, I will do my best to accommodate your request. It is also <laughs> Sunday. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, what that mean to me? I know y'all <laughs> don't enter into the house of the Lord because you're a heathen, but in this house, <laughs> we honor the Sabbath. <laughs> this escalated so quickly. <laughs> right. Why you call, I, I, I think the scriptures work out your own salvation. Why are you worried about mine? Listen, as a Christian, it is, also, it is also my responsibility to make everything about me. <laughs> I was like to judge other niggas. Yes, yes, and to look down upon people for doing things that I used to do 37 minutes ago. So I'm just playing my part. Okay. Uh, Lord have mercy. Um, I know everyone's tired of hearing about the slap, but I, I have I have more I have more shit to say about it. So if you want to fast forward like 10 or so minutes, um, um we're gonna talk about this shit. Um so like I honestly like 35, but whatever. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> Truth. Uh, but just just skip the episode. It's free. Yeah. Come back next week. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much. Um, bye. Uh, so I've had some reflection. I've had some very heated conversations with a couple of people. Actually, no, because one of them I just completely was like yawn uh, and didn't even engage. Um, you said like, what happened? <laughs> like, uh, no. We were there. We were yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, no, yawn. Um, and the other, I, uh, yeah, the, and the other, I, uh, I definitely, uh, the next day circled back with this person and was like, I really appreciate your perspective. I love you. Like, this is how I feel to summarize. And he came back and was like, I, you made me see some things that I hadn't seen. Love you too, but this is how I feel, and we feel differently. But the moral of the week for me is, I love people more than I want to be right about something because really, right and wrong here are kind of convoluted, in my opinion. They are regularly convoluted. Yeah. In this in this situation specifically, there's a lot of fluctuation, on, like mm -hmm. right versus wrong versus nuance. Like, yeah, Contact. yeah. I made a, a delicious joke on Twitter in uh, Raisani's mentions, which I'll repeat here because I've loved it so. Um, people are, you know, obviously still discussing and 
you know, how Will recently resigned from the Academy, which mm-hmm. I, I think I think it was a smart move because they were going to impose some sort of sanctions and either like disqualify several future films and that involves more people than him. So I think I think he mm-hmm. did the right thing. Uh, uh, but pe- we're talking about Mel Gibson, like he's got a very current few entries on his IMDb page. Um, he, you know, just <laughs> said to someone over the phone that he wished she would get raped by a pack of niggers and a slew of other... Again? Anti- Wait, he no, said it again? Was, no, this was the... Oh. No, I'm saying just as in he didn't slap someone. He just... Oh, oh, he... Said, oh, only oh, not recently. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, And, you know, several anti-Semitic, really disgusting things. But Mm -hmm. those things don't come from the sparkling violence region of France. They come from the (laughs) violence we can't see region. So they're different. Also, the violence that enables other people to do the violence that we can see and think Mm -hmm. they can get away with it. Like, I like I. I'm old enough. I mean, maybe it's because I take my ginkgo biloba, but I remember <laughs> when the soon-to-be uh, imprisoned um, former occupant of the Oval Office used to talk about, in front of thousands of people, he would even claim millions of people, about mm-hmm. smacking the hell out of people, mm-hmm. and people would cheer. Mm-hmm. So is it Uchiwali or is it one mic? Because... I'm com- I have I have confusion. Yeah, there I mean there are many instances where bullies being beat the fuck up uh especially for anti LGBTQ rhetoric have been applauded. We talked about that last week. So like my the thing that I mostly was trying to get across in my very passionate discussions this week is I reject that violence isn't the answer and also words can also be violent and that is a a new revelation for me um because i know that i'm old and sometimes i see people say things like that's violent and my first reaction is to be like girl shut the fuck up grow up but like i see now that there are words that are maybe not in and of themselves violent but they incite violence. They perpetuate mm-hmm. violence. That like it is like Jason said it the best on his on his Instagram. Like maybe for you, violence isn't the answer, but you don't know the other things that somebody has tried before the violence. And now, after I bust you in your fucking mouth, I bet you won't try me again. I bet. But I also don't think that it is okay to go around hitting people just for saying shit that you don't like. But I also think that if you talk enough shit, you're going to try the wrong one. Well, and the assumption that everybody's line is in the same Mm -hmm. place Mm -hmm. is a Mm -hmm. foolish assumption. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. for you, like, and and I love all God's children, but like there were some of God's children who were like, you can make fun of me for anything. It's like, okay, but you're, you are blissfully missing the point that right. like your line is not somebody else's line. And the right. more that I see and know or hear, or the more that comes out about like that man's kind of really 
ashy, corny history of just like going after this one woman. Right. I can't imagine that they haven't had at least one conversation about exactly. it. Exactly. As recently as the day before at the fucking dress rehearsal. Right. So I just, you know, you're, they might have had a conversation and you, there's like, like you said, Thomas, context, nuance, they're yeah. complicated words. You, it's not unimportant. And, you know, ha- having heard a, a pastor's perspective this morning, I did feel a little bit conflicted because he said the things that you would expect a pastor to say. I didn't find him overly critical of anyone, but he also was like, you can be, a, you know, a Tiffany Haddish or you can be a Denzel and not like he didn't really attack Tiffany for what he said, but he was like, what do her words do to promote peace? And I felt that. Because a lot of us, especially me as a Black woman, feeling unprotected, feeling disrespected, feeling like I don't have a lot of champions, that there hasn't been a lot of opportunity for somebody to, on my behalf, step in and defend my quote unquote honor or whatever. I felt that. But I also, it doesn't, it doesn't contribute to the moving forward of it all. And I think at Love this you. point, that's what we should do. <laughs> we should try to move forward. And I think that our community is so splintered and we're all in so much pain and we all have this really harsh rhetoric about each other that just isn't helpful at this point. And, and I think that a lot of people, myself included, have been responding to stuff that didn't happen. And I think it's really unhelpful for the discussion. I will, I I mean, my only question is like, do they promote peace, but do they promote healing? Like, I feel like, you know what I mean? And those things are different. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I feel like, especially when someone has been harmed, peace as a like, as a cover up, is actually like a further perpetuation of violence, especially if the one apology we've, I've been waiting for hasn't happened yet. Right. That's also real. Right. And it's, you know, uh, the other particular piece for me, uh, Reggie, you and I talked about this last night, It's and I did speak about it a little bit on Twitter, it's been disheartening just to see people discussing the fact that this particular black woman doesn't deserve protection or whatever um because xyz uh because they have a non-traditional relationship people going as far as calling her some evil evil mastermind who like ordered will to go over there and do her bidding or because she groomed and or fucked August Alcina, she made Will look like a cuck and a fool. And so he's emotionally damaged and that relationship is not good for him. Shit like that. Um, and I have recently- Oh my heard, God, people really hate black women, fuck. Which is what I hear, right? And I think what people want you to hear is, I hate this black woman, but as a black woman who also ha- practices an untraditional love style, who leans a little left of hetero. I hear you say this about her, but I, I it feels like you're saying it about me. And I think that's the thing that we miss when we have these very public arguments about shit that doesn't concern us on a personal level is all the people who you know seeing and hearing what you're saying about these mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like because I practice non-monogamy, that you think that I wouldn't be deserving of protection by one of my partners because I openly, consensually have more than one partner. 
And also, you don't, people don't know the dynamics of their relationship. You don't know the dynamics of any relationship other than those to which you are privy. Even like, those who are you, seemingly public, you don't know. Girl. It's very, very much. Like, those you, you probably know less. Right. Like, yeah, unless, unless someone, and even if someone is telling you the details of their relationship, you still don't know the yeah. entire context and nuance, unless you're sitting with both parties or all parties involved, not necessarily both, but all parties involved and getting all perspectives and all sides of the story, then you don't have, you have, you don't have the context to like weigh in on the dynamics and, and the inner workings of anyone's relationship. So right. just mind the business that pays you. It's very and simple. I feel like a lot of, and, and I don't want to make gross generalizations, but it does feel like a lot of it feels like jealousy because it's it feels like the same tenor and tone of this like alpha male fucking bullshit. High value, man. It, that, that's the phrase that really just makes the bile rise <laughs> up my throat. Cause it's like, sir, like you, have you lotioned any part of your body below your waist? Like you're not, your value is actually quite low. Like. You, you look like your world has changed when you use a bidet, which makes me feel like you haven't cleaned your butt in, in years. Like, your value is actually quite through the floor, sir. Shut the fuck up and wipe your ass. It's that, and it's also, like, these Black bitches. Jesus Christ. It's been a really, it's been a really difficult week to be a Black woman, like, you, especially one who lives kind of on the fringes, because... It's shit that you know, right? I know people don't understand and or approve of my love style or this or that and the third. I generally don't care. But when you mm -hmm. see it and hear it so much from so many people in one week, like I'm just particularly tired of being the butt of the joke. Like mm -hmm. fucking mm -hmm. Ricky Gervais, I wouldn't have made fun of her hair. I would have made fun of her boyfriend. Why are you talking about her at all? Exactly. exactly. Why? She was not nominated for anything. Mm -hmm. Why yeah. are you talking about her? You want to make fun of Will? Make fun of Will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And do I think that like he was right or whatever? We had this discussion too. Like, I, I, no, I don't. But also like, in a perfect world, yeah, you would choose a different outcome. What would have been the best way to handle that is when he went up there and won his Oscar to tell the world about his wife's struggles with alopecia and how he's had to watch her struggle through this to, to see another Correct. black man in their industry can make that kind of a joke about her. It really sullied the best night of my life. It's how you, mm -hmm. how you do that, right? But I mean, mm -hmm. hey, it happened. It happened. I'm sure he's humiliated. I'm sure he's regretful. I'm sure he wishes he chose another avenue. But does, but no one is, well, not no one, but what people are missing is that Chris Rock could have also chosen, chosen. another avenue. Yeah, correct. Avenue. Chosen differently. Yep, exactly. And I, like I said last mm -hmm. week, I don't think he knew about the alopecia. I don't think it was a directly malicious thing. But given his very storied history with Black women in our hair, it's kind of something you should know is touchy at best. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and also like I, yes, the hope is that I always listen to my better angels, but I don't actually owe you being the bigger person in any situation. E- ever, ever. And so there may be consequences to the, there may be consequences to the mm-hmm. actions that exactly. I choose, but if you incite me towards an action, that responsibility is shared between the both of us. It is not mine alone. And they were talking about this on Keep It, and I really appreciated this discussion. Like, Jada is not very famous in that room. In that Mm -hmm. room, to most of those people, she is Will Smith's wife. So for the second time, given your platform in this room of your peers and contemporaries, most of them being white, that you've taken yet another opportunity to bash this black woman who is not really super high on the list as far as influence goes in this room to make her the butt of a joke again. And it's like, and even they... if she was, and yeah. even if she right. was, what difference does it make? What difference right. does it make? People may know that she has had a career and that she is not as famous in that room as her husband, it does not diminish her achievements nor her At character all. or anything like that, which is, I, that's not what I, to say that I think that's what you were saying. But no. even if everyone in the room knew who that she who she was, she was not, as you said, not a nominee, not a presenter, not a, a performer. She was there accompanying and supporting her spouse for the, for that evening. There right. was no reason for her to be the, the target or butt of any joke or speculation or, or whatever the case may be, just as there was no reason for uh, anybody else who was who was nominated? Who else was in that category? If Andrew Garfield's girlfriend was there, you would, right. nobody would have made a joke about Andrew Garfield. That's what I'm girlfriend. saying. Who's who's cracking jokes about Pauletta Washington? Nobody, because they know Denzel would fucking have a two piece for that ass. And Denzel. now they know mm-hmm. that 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 Will does <laughs> as well. And uh, like and also, yeah, it's just like, it, punching down is never that part. Funny. That part. That part. That part. Yeah. That part. Punching and, down is never funny because it's 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 weak and it's 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 obvious and it's easy and you're supposed and comedians pride themselves on being subversive and and on the knife's edge and and right. witty and 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 all of that and you're you're like this it's is weirdo like, it's behavior obvious. it's really yeah. weird and I and I and I will give him his due credit um he it has recently discovered that he's sort of like on the autism spectrum I think he's got this he's got a thing that doesn't allow him to pick up social cues, which answers a lot of questions for me. Um, so I'm certain that he- is that, Does that explain him sitting in the room and letting them two white men say nigger to his face? <laughs> Maybe, because he can't- At 50? At I mean, 50. He, can't, he, can't read, he can't read certain social cues. So I, I don't know, I can't speak on that. But it, it, does, it does make a light bulb come on for, uh-huh. me, for, for a lot yeah. of things. Um, but but I, will, I had a moment but, that, about that this week about uh, Gerard Carmichael also. We yeah, talk about we, that later. We, we're, we're definitely going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I commend Chris. I think that he was a consummate professional. He recovered very quickly and did what he was supposed to do. He could have turned that into a whole different situation, and he didn't. And I commend him for that because mm-hmm. no matter how you feel about it, he was assaulted. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, period um but i also and escalation is always a choice and he chose yeah. he chose to not escalate it even further which yeah. like i can't say that i would have made the same choice right but you I know don't, yeah. 
And the Academy should have done something about that. And they tried to lie and say that they asked Will to leave and he refused and Will Packer refuted that. Um, and And I believe that that was the biggest misstep of the night. The Academy not escorting him out of the of the ceremony like you cannot do that we have we have invited this person here to present an award you cannot assault him period mm-hmm. you have to go mm-hmm. but you my can't question, assault anybody though, you can't assault right. anybody but my question though is like i i mean what and i don't mean to play the what about game but like <laughs> to play the what about game the the long storied history of people, including motherfucking ashy ass Jim Carrey, assaulting right. female presenters and just kissing them without their consent or permission, and we think that's all like that is also not okay. And I, what I hope, I mean, again, I, I just I ha, I have the thought, and then I realize that we're in America in twenty twenty two, and that we don't have the space for nuance or complexity, but that (laughs) that, like those two things are not, they're not unrelated. They're actually like fraternal fucking twins. Truthfully, Mm. yes. But also you have to think about chronological Yeah. After Jim Carrey did that, after Adrian Brody did that, could they have escorted them out like, hey, bro, you can't do that. Sure. But this happened well before Correct. Will's award was given out. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the Academy owed it to their presenter to take some action against a person who assaulted them. And I think that action should have been asking him to leave the ceremony. I think yes. that I think that, that was a huge oversight on the on that production group. But then like, what the fuck do you do? This has never happened in the history of the mm-hmm. Oscars. They probably tried to make a decision and couldn't do it fast enough. God bless good stage managers, because I know five or seven who would have figured that shit out with the quickness. And, the and they knew he was going to win. It would have been weird. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even if they didn't know that he was going to win. Yeah. It was weird to have him stay, <laughs> in my yeah, opinion. Even, yeah. yeah. Even if they didn't know he was going to win, they knew that he was heavily favored too. Yeah. So. And Chris Rock left immediately, which was always his plan. Um, so he didn't leave because of that. He ended up at the parties afterward anyway. And and I feel him. He's like, I'm, I'm processing his, he's going to cash in on this. His tour tickets. Oh my God, of course he is. Exponentially. But I also don't know, I don't know what sort of uh, trauma that he's going to experience because of this. Because, because at the end of the day, he was assaulted by somebody and he did not know Will Smith was walking on stage to come up and slap him. So I get that he probably has some very complicated feelings to sort out about that. And I wish him peace in doing that, just like Will as well. Uh, but again, a lot of people are reacting to shit that didn't happen in the room. Um, uh, I me first again i will say um so just to like focus on what happened people are really feeling bad for quest love and the people who were on the team for the documentary for uh summer of soul the one of the men up there wrote a thread on twitter about it did y'all see that no so basically he said that he was pissed at everybody but the important piece of that that i want to bring up is afterwards Chris says, uh, Questlove and four white guys. And a lot of people are like, you know, he recovered very well after that. So I thought it was a funny joke. So, and people are saying like, maybe he was in shock. Maybe he was, so the guy, one of the guys, he's South Asians, Indian. He said that, he said that same fucking joke the night before. 
and he happens to, or not the night before, at another award show, and that he happens to be one of the other four guys, and he's actually the first uh, person of his ethnicity to win this award, and his whole family and friend group are super proud of him for making history, but that is being overlooked because Chris Rock is making a very unfunny joke about the shit. Amir and four white guys, and this was the second time he made that joke on the Oscar stage. I mean, corny is as corny does, and he, he, he. I'm, I'm trying in my good Christian heart. It is taking some work, um, to to offer him generosity, but it's like you are. Yes, you may have some social anxiety disorders and 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 some learning dis like disabilities, absolutely, but. To go back to Thomas's point, you know what punching down is. And at this point in your career, you know when you're doing it. I, I can't believe that he doesn't know when he's punching down. And it's like, when you're making jokes at someone's expense with a person with less power and privilege than you, it just feels kind of fucking weird. It's like, it's it's just weirdo behavior and I don't like it. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. But I just, I don't want to overlook that he... The, again, twice in the same night, made an offhanded joke about someone who was affected by the situation. And so people are really like playing the this you game. The shit was funny at first, but now I'm just like, why are you digging into people's secrets and shit? Because they disagree with you. Like not mm -hmm. everybody who disagrees with you is wrong or a coon or whatever. Like some of this yeah shit huh? <laughs> some of this shit is a little bit ridiculous at this point. Um, and then, of course, every white woman who said something, people were like jumping down their neck, like you're making this about you, which many of them were. Um, but Amy Schumer was one who I think, and I made a joke about it too, like I take back all the nice stuff I said about her, but she was saying that she was like traumatized by it and people got in her shit. First of all, she was in the room. I, I I don't know what that was like. For me, it's really awkward and hella funny, but I wasn't there. I don't know these fucking people. Also, mm -hmm. Chris Rock is a friend of hers. He's like put her yeah. on in the industry and yep. apparently she wrote his monologue. So it, the, the debate is still up on whether or not he ad-libbed that G.I. Jane joke, but if he didn't, and people know that she wrote that shit, I could imagine her being hella scared that somebody is about to come whoop her ass, but black people don't really fuck with her anyway mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and now you've written the joke that fucking was dragging jada that got chris rock slapped i could see her being a little upset about it and i know that we don't like her but you have to remember that these are people i mean they gathered laverne oh, after she made the um entanglement joke right i don't have any beef with her like i'm not one of the, the black people who like strongly dislike her anything. I, I think that she can be i know i think that she can be funny sometimes i enjoy train wreck like I, I don't have. You dragged me to that bullshit, didn't you? Not Maybe me. I don't know. No, that was was it one of the three times you came outside when I asked you to do something. Oh That's no! Up. What did I ask y'all <laughs> at the beginning of this? Hit my theme music. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Black History Month no more, okay? Yes, it is. Who told you that? Yes, it it's is. Fuck, it's fucking airy season. We choosing chaos and violence at every motherfucking turn. <laughs> it's knows Black that History. That's exactly what they do. Right. It's Black History season. I don't know any Aries. I wasn't co-signing that. So not me. That's, that's oh. sartorially savvy. Fine. <laughs> See me. See me. Um, 
yeah, so that's pretty much where I am on all of that. I We're still going to be talking about it. I'm sorry, but the TikTok community is just barely recovering from the womb lands situation. So, um, from the what? The who? <laughs> so, unfortunately, y'all going to be hearing about this for a really long time. So, the, to try to keep it as brief as possible, there are these two creators on TikTok, one of whom... Uh, was impregnated by the other, but then found out that the other one was, well, he, he told her, he asked her how she felt about polyamory and she said, no. And I guess he still <laughs> did it anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> After he shot the club, well, he went to go visit mm. other clubs apparently. And uh, so she was in a non-consensual polyamory. <laughs> yes, yes, she was. Yes, she was. I mean, yeah. was, it, not, was she dating future? Right. She did not, he did not seek her, their consent, but he did inform them. So I don't know what you do, what you do with it. Um, but what the fuck is consent after the fact? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they made a video about how they lost a baby, but had actually went down to the chop shop. Um, which is your choice, but you can't. Mm-hmm. You didn't. You can't lose something you dropped off. Again, what good <laughs> is consent <laughs> after the fact? So they made this video. I have some they, questions. Okay, wait. Let me finish. So they made okay. this video, and they were like, "You knew. You fucking knew." And then she said, "They sorry, fuck." Okay, let me t- let me address that real quickly. So on Instagram and Twitter pronouns were she they for a really okay. long time and then mm-hmm. when all this con- controversy started pronouns switched to they only with some really mm-hmm. like strongly worded tweets and videos about pronouns which i think because of the history of this person's antics that they made that move in order to be able to point at people misgendering them as big uh. to like invalidate Mm-hmm. Um, but currently their pronouns are they them so i will try my best to use those okay. um so right. they so they made this video like you knew Lance, deep within my womb lance and she was saying womb comma lance but the way it sounded because there what? was because there was oh. underscore mm. like deep within my womb i let you deep within my womb lance but because there was underscore mm. It sounded like she said womb lands. And the other person's name is Lance. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that has been that whole situation because Lance is a creator that is of Native American descent whose whole platform is clowning white people and calling them like colonizers and shit. Uh And so Uh this whole shit opened him up to a great deal of like racism and criticism because everybody mm-hmm. thought it was a huge gotcha because people started calling him a sexual assaulter and shit behind oh my god white person who weaponized their perceived femininity against this man uh, what is the uh eth- racial ethnic background of the person who was impregnated you know <laughs> <laughs> I sorry, I thought it was on mute. Oh fuck! Oh. <laughs> that was Thomas. That was Thomas. That was not me. That was not me laughing like that. 
You absolutely know. Okay, that's fine. But I, I just want to know why I'm being thrown under okay. <laughs> for some shit that I ain't even do. I ain't even do that though. <laughs> All right, I see what this is. Uh, uh, can, can we beat that? Because I can. I got somewhere. Uh, Arch of the Edge can meet me. I got an intersection, <laughs> but I don't want to say it on wax. <laughs> oh, I know where the intersection is. Don't you worry. You, you know what intersection it is. All right, but sure do. Meet me there. Wow. Uh, but yeah, that's been going on for like over a month. So strap in, people. I, I have, I have... Why is it the children feel the need to put every little thing on, on public? Listen to me. These Listen like me. fan cams of people in relationships, like who's filming y'all? Like I had just... this, I had the same question about Scarlet takes a tumble. Like I was That's like, right. <laughs> why would you put this up? Why would you publish this for the whole world to see? Apparently, it was live, and somebody probably just ripped the footage from the live and posted it. Because I cannot believe that that young lady was like knowing the last five minutes of that video where her writhing in pain on the ground that she was just like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think in Scarlett's case, it was it was like streaming, yeah. and and she just like couldn't she like when she could finally get the presence of mind to get herself off the floor, she just pressed stop and it was already going. But with with these young people, I'm like, what? Are you not ashamed of yourself? This Are is you really embarrassing. Everybody thinks they're on the fucking Truman Show. Not me, child. But, but if you all right, did they see the end of the movie? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Child, no. They definitely ain't do that. He was trying to get out. <laughs> Listen, no, they want to invite you in. I do not get it. I have been a clown many times, but I keep my clownery in private. Listen, like, private. I, like I said to my internet niece, Tori, my clown shoes are house shoes. <laughs> baby, baby. That is the title of your motherfucking memoir, bitch. <laughs> These shits do not cross the threshold. Hello. My clown Hello. shoes are house shoes, bitch. Baby, you're not going to you. I'm not going to tell you the ways in which I was looking stupid. Why would I do that? So that I can have you talking about me behind my back. Listen, listen. And if and if you heard it was me, no, you didn't. (laughs) Do you? Were you there? Do you have any proof? Right. No, you didn't. All right. Do you know that to be true of me? No, you don't. Exactly. Absolutely. And and if you do know it to be true, shut the fuck up. Shut the baby, fuck up. Baby, why am I hearing about what they said and not hearing about how you slapped How them? you swung. How you swung Hello? because they said it. Because everybody who knows your business is not rooting for you. And Hello? like. It's why you shouldn't have everybody in your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My clown shoes are house shoes. A, a mood. A movement, <laughs> a message, if a I memoir, have, and a move. Listen, mm-hmm. If I have anything to say about it, you will never know mm-hmm. the ways in which my clownery has been performed. That's mm-hmm. a private show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, uh, speaking of clown shoes, Gerard Carmichael. 
Oh, oh shit! <laughs> oh fuck! No, let me uh, let me say, I saw his monologue on um, so the sequence of events. I mm-hmm. saw an article saying that in his new HBO special, he officially mm-hmm. comes out. Mm-hmm. Then I saw comes outside of the closet. You know, oh. Reginald don't be on Twitter. He don't know nothing. Right. Do you know mm-hmm. who Gerard Carmichael is? This is not a shady question. You're not asking me. No, it sounds no. like a black person. Yes. Yes. Correct. He so, had a okay. very f- funny sitcom on NBC for a few years called the Gerard Carmichael Show. I think it was just called the Carmichael Show. <laughs> yes, the Carmichael Show. The Carmichael Show. Oh, was Loretta Devine? Was I saw yes. the posters in the subway? I did David not Adam watch it. Greer. It was just yeah. very good. It's very. It was good. very it was good. It was critically soon. acclaimed. Yep. Yes. The, 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 but they mm-hmm. had an awkward like time slot. That's. I really yes. feel like that's what that was. Yes. Um, I did not care for him as a stand-up comedian. He gave also me, as well. Uh-huh. He gave me special snowflake teas. Uh huh. Uh huh. Token uh-huh. black. <laughs> flavors okay you oh so you're just gonna drive down the same street that i was okay cool i'm not like you black oh i'm surprised that i didn't watch it when i was up on exile (laughs) two summer two two years ago so for me personally i do not care for him as a Mm stand-up um Mm -hmm. i saw his opening monologue last night from snl and I thought it was really great. He looked great. He was like mm. in his bag, in his lane. He looked so comfortable in his skin. And I am so happy that he is uh-huh. living his truth. And I hope that this moment is fruitful for him. Ooh, I not fruitful. That That's homophobic moment... as hell. Wow. <laughs> wow. I think that this moment and this, because apparently this, this, the Santa special was taped in February at Blue Note here in the city. Yeah. And so very recently, and which you know, usually people take stand-ups like a year ahead of time, but right. I guess because of what the subject matter was, he knew it was going to get out. So this was why this is happening. Right. But what, in, in, a, in a similar vein, he always seemed, there always seemed like there was something off with with him in terms of his like stand-up and, and the way that he presented himself. And when I read the article of Variety about him him coming out, and um, the subsequent interactions that he's he's had with his familial relations, um, I, I was like, okay, this is this is a full circle. It's, this is this makes much yeah. more sense now than it did before because I had a similar sentiment that, that as you, Nick Drew. I just want to I, I just want to pause. I want to pause for one second, and everybody out there, listen to the show who called me vocabulacious. Now you heard uh, Thomas put this HBCU degree to work. His familial relations. That's not that big of a word. Familial. I'm just saying. I'm I'm not the one here who's verbose. Okay. It's 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 plenty of syllables in that hoe. That's all. I'm just saying. The end. You can read on a fifth grade level. You know what familial (laughs) relations means. You can use context clues. Yeah. No. No, sir. Um. I never was like he's gay, but I don't typically. I don't. Oh, no, I didn't even. I didn't. Peep, he did not be. Yeah. He yeah, did I not be. <laughs> it didn't read for me either. What my problem? Uh, so I watched his special, Rothaniel, which I'm highly. I'm mm-hmm. going to highly recommend to to you all. Oh, okay. Um, I did not laugh. You said what's I'm, it called? Rough Daniel. Rothaniel. R o t h a n i e l, I believe. Yeah. 
I didn't laugh, but unlike Angeria, sometimes when you don't oh, laugh, oh, something is still funny. Like I recognized <laughs> the craft and I recognize that something, some of those things that he said were humorous, but the nature of the special to me is more like a one man show. Mm. It's not very mm. funny, quote unquote. And I'm not being shady when I say it's not funny. Uh, there so were you jokes. were being shady when you said Angeria. I'd like to make, I just want to make a quick caveat. No, here for Carrot. <laughs> I love Angeria. No, this, this, this house stands Angeria first, then my down to the ground. I understand. We damn, still love somebody that, and be shady because that was no shade. No, the shade was to the person she was talking about because she said it. She said I didn't laugh, but it was funny. But then she had a moment of honesty where she was like, "Well, I guess if I didn't laugh, it wasn't, it wasn't funny. funny." That shade was towards the performer she was speaking of. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm saying no shade. I I didn't laugh, but I recognized that it was funny. My issue, like uh, Hannah Gatsby, like like some, yes. kind of so yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But I do also think that he was attempting jokes. They just didn't land for Now me. that is shady. That's not shady. <laughs> Listen, shade comes from reading. I'm not reading. I'm telling you the truth. Uh, they didn't land for me, but in the room, they ate it up. So he was, okay. you know. Um, but it's very vulnerable. It's very honest. It's very great. Mm -hmm. My issue mm -hmm. is, with this week being what it has been, I'm just very tired of black women being the butt of jokes. And he tells this joke about coming out to his black female friends and saying how they weren't ho homophobic, but they're racist as fuck. And I think that it is. What do they say? Don't date no white boys. Right. And I think that yeah. it is categorically dishonest to call a black woman racist as a butt of a joke and not get into why they are disappointed and or sad or confused as to why you're dating white men. Also, again, my second but, pause, it is but, impossible for a black person to be racist. To be racist. Can you be prejudiced? Can you yeah. be bigoted? Can you sure. be ignorant? Can you Splitting be wrong? Hairs. Can you be ashy? Yeah. But it's, you can't be racist. It's splitting hairs. But for me, as a Black woman, to sit and listen to a Black man call us racist as a punchline, because you for, were uh, I'm guessing white, primarily white audience. You can't really tell. They, they did some camera it's shots dark. and it was Black people, but it sounds like a white audience. Um, mm. But like, but my thing is like, you were challenged for dating white men. And, and also, I'm, I'm, I wonder if, because that joke requires more explanation than a joke should. And you know that the adage about, if you have to explain a joke, it's not funny. Then it's not funny, so, Right. Right. So, like, you have to, you would have to speak to your point, Nicole, about why they would be disappointed. And then right. explain that to the audience. It, it requires, it's a multi-level um, explication, I guess, about where like where the humor is and i see where you're going but you can only do that with a specific audience who that's, has it, the, that's the inside that's a that's a family and i don't think it was a black room and clearly it's right. not being advertised as a black special because your entire production is white folks bo burnham directed ep like it's just oh. it's it, it and you and, want me to watch this yeah, I think it's I think it's good. Here's here's my other issue. He uh, <laughs> he looks he looks very casual. He don't really have a lineup. He's not wearing a fit. 
and he's lit in a way that somebody who did it don't know how to light black people. The direction and editing are beautiful. There are not burnt, not bastard Amber. Jesus. There's, there are some very beautiful shots um, because it is so uh, he's so exposed and he's definitely trying to hide, but the camera work will not allow him to hide. And it's really poignant, but he, but he's not lit well and his skin, cause he's a very attractive man. And there are certain shots of him where you see like how, how rich his eye color is. He's got perfect teeth. Like he's just has an amazing bone structure, but he looks like matte and like it's not really, it's not, it's not highlighting the melanin the way it should in contrast to how he looked last night. Last night, he looked amazing. Um, and, and for this special, and I understand the grittiness and the raw that he wouldn't be wearing a white suit with open at the chest with a gold chain, but like not a, a fresh haircut, not really an outfit. And the, and the way the theater was lit was not very flattering to his skin tone, which I think a black creative team would have helped with. Um, but ultimately, for me, it was the fact that, like, you called your Black female friends racist, and the punchline was, and he did the qualifier that Black people who are in interracial relationships always do. I love Black women. I love Black love. I support that. I think Black people should marry each other, have kids, and continue the race. But I think- the Not continue is, the race, Jesus. Well, I don't, I, I'm, I'm riffing. Yo, you're paraphrasing. Okay, I was like, I, oh my God. But, but ultimately, the punchline was Black men should be able to fuck whoever they want because they can't have kids. And they do. Right. I just, I I mean, I, I'm I'm with you that it's like, why does the butt of a joke always have to be a black woman? And and if if the story you're telling, if the like, okay, let's let's dramaturg this shit for like 2.5 seconds. If you're trying to express genuine frustration with people in your life that you love not being able to see the the way that you see about who you want to love or whatever, I mean, never minding the like gospel that was prophesied to us by the prophet years ago be who you want to be love who you want to love but like there are 50 better ways to tell that joke than making the butt of the joke about black women and going out on a crazy fucking limb for the comfort of white people and saying that a black woman is even remotely racist because of whatever reason it just it's just bad and then he was like they're not homophobic but they're racist as shit and it's like no, nah. they're, maybe they're not racist. Maybe they've seen you struggle with this community. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. they've seen how you were treated by this community. Maybe they've seen the way in which these relationships reflect negatively on your self-esteem. Maybe they've seen uh, your your internalized anti-Blackness, especially around these kinds of people, in contrast to the way that you speak about and in support of the Black community, and they don't understand how you can do both. The cognitive dissonance. So not not my ministry. I also just read some article in the New York Post about how uh, highlighting Katanji Brown Jackson and Kamala Harris as to why maybe black women should start considering white men. 
and it and it girl had, what and it had some really <laughs> offensive claims in it about how there is it's the New York Post. It's not really right. I mean, I was going, yeah. to, I, I wasn't gonna hold you, but I was like, why are you reading yeah. the New York Post, girl? <laughs> you know, there are are certain in, in the in the summons circle. If you would like me uh, to speak passionately about an issue, there are certain things that you put inside the summons circle, and there I'll be. <laughs> and if, uh, uh, you know, loving versus Virginia is the topic. Girl, boom, boom, boom. Uh, and it, and it you better hurry up before Clarence gets uh, <laughs> impeached. Hope. But they were basically saying shit like there is a, a shortage of suitable partners for black women. And without going into, first of all, the shortage is perceived. I do not feel that it's real. Oh, because uh, all the niggas in jail is that what they're trying to say? That, but see, that's what they didn't say. And to or me, they're dating, they, or they don't, they won't hello. date black women. Hello. Or they're on the down low. Oh, but to okay. me, you're being dishonest by by naming the shortage and only linking it to financial disparity. Because but again, probably, I had you at New York Post. Right. Because that <laughs> probably doesn't count for a very high percentage of the incompatibility. But also, what about the Black women who simply prefer to date Black men and don't want to go outside of the race or whatever. And it was just like, it, there was just a bunch of really dishonest shit in that article. Did and they it, quote and, Young Berg saying he don't like dark butts? Who? <laughs> right, like, <laughs> Cardi B said that shit too. Well, she didn't say she don't like dark butts, but she was calling somebody a dark butt. <laughs> I was like, she laid up with a dark butt. No, she was talking about another woman. That's why oh. she was, she was a controversial figure at first as well. <laughs> But, you know, but she grew, she grew, she yeah, learned some yeah. shit, she got she got her wrist well, that's tapped. The, that's the thing about the recency bias of the internet that I really don't fuck with, because like mm -hmm. that whole shit that they pulled up about Zoe Kravitz and what she said about Jaden Smith and whatever, it's like, you really don't give people credit for like growth and maturity and like, if, if the old really insensitive stupid shit that I said ever comes out, like I said it, I for sure said it, but like, what have I said since? And I think that's a thing that the internet ignores that really bothers me. Like if since okay. then you've changed, you've grown, you've corrected, you haven't repeated the behavior, why are we bringing up old shit? And if you, I guarantee you these same people aren't the same people that they were two years ago. So why would they Baby. think you were the same person as you were? If you ask me about some shit that I said in 2004, bitch, okay. I'm going to look at you crazy as hell. Let me tell you, when my I brain read, wasn't fully formed. Right. I read back all my tweets every night, and sometimes somebody will like a really old tweet, and I'll be like, I, I wrote that? Girl, this was six months ago. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was... Go ahead. In life, you want to continue to evolve and, and grow at every stage. So you shouldn't be the same person you were at 24 as you were at 34. And if, if you are, then there's a developmental issue that we need to address more than right. what the fuck you said. Which was my first issue with Chris Rock. Like, nigga, why are you still telling these 27-year-old jokes? I mean, that was my whole issue with the critique about Secretary Clinton being mad about things she said 30, 40 years ago. It's like, I actually want my leaders to evolve and grow because if the person you're trusting with like the direction of the country can't be trusted to demonstrate their own personal growth and development, I can't trust you in a crisis because everybody or don't know every motherfucking thing. Issue. Or to understand evolution of an issue. Shit evolves, mm -hmm. things change. Factors, it, it, like, it just, 
the world continues to fucking spin and you all want people to always be wrong or always be right and 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 that's not real it's not a fucking reality and i get dunking on somebody because they said something you didn't like but like you know the joke is funny for 37 seconds and then okay y'all right some of us have to go to work literally Right. <laughs> Literally well, have to go to work. To work. Well, with five minutes left, Thomas, we did actually want you to come on here and talk about the fashions, the fun part of the night. Like it's been a hundred oh, it's been a hundred years, but um it, what were your standouts? Um, my standouts were uh, Mrs. Pinkett Smith and that Gaultier, mm-hmm. um Zendaya's homage to Baby. Baby. Um, so I was telling our mutual friend last night uh, at dinner that I think that every time that Zendaya goes to the Oscars, that it, it, just to present that it's going to be an homage. I think I that's the that. plan. And then when she's nominated, they're going to do something original. Yeah. I think I that that's that. really like the plan between her and Law. And if I have spoiled it and fucked it up and now they change it, my bad. Um, but <laughs> I, I, because the, I believe the last time that she attended, she was it was an homage to Cher. Um, so I, every time that she's been, it's kind of been a nod or an homage to something. And I think that when, if and when she's nominated, they'll do something to knock it out of the park that is oh, when. original. Definitely yeah. when. Well, you know, it's tricky because she, the film work that she's getting is not really conducive to that. Like, I enjoyed Malcolm and Marie. I think she was grossly miscast, but I did enjoy her work. Um, But I think she's probably going to win an Emmy next year for her work on- Another one. Victoria. Yeah, another one, yeah. I, but I, I I see a similar thing with like not totally similar they're not the same but like the the development trajectory of like a Sandra Bullock where mm. you know she she'll do this this great work that she's doing it's not you know whatever by any means at all but I think in like ten or fifteen years she's gonna get like the role and everyone's gonna be yeah. like. Oh shit, Zendaya! Well, you know, if the mm-hmm. Academy respected comedy more, Sandra Bullock would have been in the conversation for many of her roles. For many, many. Um, I'm trying to think of who else stood out to me. Um, I'm re- I'm surprised, Thomas, of a name you haven't mentioned yet. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> there. <laughs> Well, oh, right. it was also a week ago, like, right. up, like, and we have talked about it in several forms of fashion, no pun intended, uh, in different avenues. Um, I thought that um, both uh, Serena Jamika and Venus Ebony Star Williams was fantastic. Yes, yes. Um, Venus was amazing. I, I yeah. don't, I don't know, I don't know what Alexis White. Please, Chowchi, she looked amazing. He is so hard on her for like right. No what was that wig? I didn't. Why cute. was she doing an homage to Nene Leakes at the damn Oscars? That wig was cute, and it was late. Not the bayab. Not the bayab. You're such a a hater. A blunt bob that was right for the dress and right for the look. Textured, Uh, very on trend. I need her to go back to her job, damn it. She was at her job, doing her job. People have, just like you have 15,000 jobs, some people have multiple jobs. Now, why am I in it? (laughs) You know why you're in it, because you talk shit, get hit. 
in the world okay. of, of the goddess Shea Kool Aid. Okay. Oh, shit, yeah. I personally was gooped and gagged over uh, Meg Thee Stallion's look. I thought she looked beautiful. As always, she did look fantastic. But she she has a body that is so easy to dress. Yeah, like, but she so have a big old booty. Dress. Sometimes designers don't be making room for thick thighs and big booties, and she's tall as fuck. Is why it's why it's yeah, even well, better. Yes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's um, why it's even better. But I also, thought, she only had to wear the dress one time, so right. you know she didn't have to worry about nothing malfunctioning. Oh, I thought Lupita looked incredible. She did. She and there was another Prada number, and she and Prada is always a, is always a hit. They've done I, uh, really well by her. I thought Kristen Stewart looked a fool. <laughs> that's not where i thought you were going i thought you were gonna say she looked great honestly why would like, i you, ever you, you, you picked me out and um thankfully I'm in, I'm in the house because my clown shoes are on i think that there was a way that that looked look would have worked it, it wasn't occasion appropriate it's not occasion appropriate, but she also is somebody who does not care and as right, long as but, it's chanel and that she honors her contract yeah she doesn't, care. She, doesn't also, she doesn't care you could still make that look better and she just you could just, yeah like you could, you could always make it, make it better yeah what but it we, like it wasn't it wasn't she looked better at the vanity fair party than she did at, at on the, the red carpet which was i like I don't, they I often do sometimes yeah how do we feel about simu blue in that red suit although um i think that his pants needed a little tailoring but i love the color yeah um I don't know, like in terms of the fitting. Oh, I loved uh, what Jay Ellis wore. Um, I didn't see him. I, his stylist is a friend, um, but he, he, the, and Akuja put him in in something fantastic. Uh, it was this Dolce number. Um, who else? Like really, really. Similar there was another me. man who had on something that I was like, oh, that's nice. Was it Coleman? Like, I don't know though. I don't. I don't think I saw Coleman. I don't know what the fuck Wesley Snipes had on. I was about to say Wesley Snipes. You knew better. That color. You should have known under them lights that that color was gonna look like it blended in with you. Like you yeah. should have known. <laughs> um, I wasn't feeling it. Uh. Somebody so. else had on something. They was looking crazy as fuck. I'm like, what is this? Tracy I, was not a hit for me, which is rare. Uh -uh, Tracy the, usually the titty part was too little. It was too small. Yeah, and yes, and it was it was a runway dress, which is fine. Tracy often frequently does runway, and it was a uh, Carolina Herrera, um, and it was beautiful. But like, she needed bigger cups because it Tracy's was somebody a girl. else that Jason Bolden had dressed that I was really uh, into. Let me see. Y'all speaking French over here now. Jason, go um, away. The one half of the I shop at Old Navy, so I don't, I don't know who these people is. You Jason have is, more clothes than I do. <laughs> Jason is one half of the famous gay black couple that I always mention. Um, you do, yes, that's that's true. You do we, that I, when I bring them up. Dress. Um, notice how uh, somebody did not acknowledge that they have more clothes than I do because it is a fact. But okay. I just watch it. Mind your business, goddamn it! <laughs> I did. I am minding my business. Child, Jason dressed um, Serena that night. Yeah, her and Gucci are are. That's that's her that's her designer. She gonna stick beside him. Law, oh, yeah, because Law did Venus. 
and Jason yeah. did Serena. Yeah. Which is um, interesting. That's interesting to me that they, they chose to pick two different people. Yeah. But you know, Jason and Law, they did they really did not miss that night. Like everybody that he like this this Versace that Serena had on at the Vanity Fair party. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, Lena mm-hmm. Waithe is who it was. I don't know that I saw what she had on. She was had it a, on a it was gray, a, a boxy suit? Yeah, she had on a gray Prada suit for the Vanity mm-hmm. Fair party. And then something else. Oh, Cynthia was there. Uh, of course. Let me <laughs> just press mute. Hold on. One Oh what, it was yeah, the Super Bowl outside, wasn't it? Okay, so what Lena wore to the to the Oscars actually was this like bronze colored like tuxedo thing that I really enjoyed. Did you enjoy it? You got some enjoyment. I did get a lot of enjoyment from looking at Lena Way. Were you tickled? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I, I was know. tickled, but I, I, uh, between her and Beyonce, I'm three percent gayer as of Sunday. I mean, three? I have watched three. that. I've watched that performance a a a a, a high double digit number of times. I'm a little bit gayer than I than I used to be. What <laughs> Beyonce's titties? Always. Just, I like. Wow. How you do it that? feels so good to Listen. <laughs> okay. Honestly, she should have got an Oscar just for the titties. Truly. Right. Not but just for not just the, the way she looked in that drew. I was just like, I'm gay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm straight. <laughs> right. And like I was gonna say, so one of my mutuals on Twitter is like, if I'm a bit more straight than I realized. Oh, the dress that she wore to their party, uh, I really liked that sheer number when she had on the most expensive Tiffany diamond that they have ever made. (laughs) Baby. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She said, Uh, this Met Gala dress ain't got shit on this. Uh, Wow. Yeah, she looked fantastic. um, Sports, a lot of sports have sported. Mm -hmm. LeBron Um, raised my pressure. Yeah, was he April Fooling? He was April Fooling. I mean, it didn't really make no difference, but right. he was April Fooling. I thought so. Um, last night was a lot I was of the, sports the final happened. Four. The final yeah. four. Duke beat. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Duke, Duke lost beat. to UNC. Coach K's final game. Uh, he was beat again by the Tar Heels, <laughs> which I respect. Uh, when I before I even had all of my belongings in North Carolina, I had to choose a side and I chose correct the correct Carolina blue of the UNC Tar Heels. Uh, so I will always root against Duke forever. <laughs> um, so they lost. And also the Jayhawks beat Kansas. Mm-hmm. Can- not Kansas. No, Kansas, Kansas beat Villanova. They Kansas beat, beat Villanova. Villanova to, so it'll be a UNC Kansas final. Yep. Uh, the Warriors have finally stopped embarrassing me. They beat the Suns. <laughs> That's great. Oh, That's wow. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wow. Steph is confident that he'll be back maybe for the last game of the regular season. I, I enjoy that. But my hey boo goes out to the latest person that I am standing down. I just became a fan of her like 12 hours ago, and I already uh, would like to apply for my stand card. 
last night was WrestleMania. My God. And, the referee uh, is it the, the no? Referee? It's Bianca Belair. Like my oh. whole timeline goes up for her, but I have no. I've seen her wrestle like one time before. And That's the lady with the ponytail, right? Yeah, and she came out last night with a HBCU band. Okay. And uh, yeah. became the women's the new women's SmackDown champion, and I and I'm here to say whatever the hive is called, I'm in it. Hey, boo, Bianca Belair. Um, she, the, at WrestleMania last night, there was the, for the first time a, a black woman mm-hmm. officiant mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Uh, that was a, another referee. Mm-hmm. Re- yeah. She was a referee, uh, of, of, and I don't, I'm not sure how many matches, but at more than one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, progress. And her face was beat. 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 For the cheap seats. <sighs> yes. Reggie, do you have a hey boo? Um... I have, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Obviously, it's not Serena because she's wrong to <laughs> in some manner. <laughs> well, no, the Hey Boo section is for athletes. And so mm, she's. Yeah. Um, I had something in my mouth. I had something in my mouth. Uh, not for movie producers and venture capitalists. Um, <laughs> sorry. Actually, the Hey Boo doesn't corner. always have to be an athlete. Uh, yeah, and in fact, one of my Hey Boos isn't. Uh, um, but I have to say shout out to Steve Austin's knees. Um, Baby, I had, <laughs> I had Reggie on FaceTime. I was like, I need you to see. His knees are fucking cooked if he's about to wrestle in, in these knee braces. And it's not like a fucking neoprene. It wasn't the knees. fucking McGregor thing. It was the <laughs> no. shit you get out of surgery. <laughs> All right. They had hinges on them motherfuckers. It's like, I know this nigga knees are cooked. <laughs> <laughs> they had to wheel him out that motherfucker. Didn't he come on like a trailer or something? Or like a... like. No, so he came out and then he was like super dramatical and went back and came out on a four wheeler. I loved right. it. Like it was everything. I fucking love Steve Austin. How old is truly, he? Now? Truly. That man got to be at least close to 60. Very old. That's what I was telling myself. Like, I know he's in his 60s, but shout out to Kevin Owens and whoever that black man was for selling the fuck out of those stunners. Like, it was just a magical moment. I fucking like stood up and ran around my living room like, oh, oh. He's, 50, he's 57. Okay. And he looks to be in, in decent shape. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's very fit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just know yeah. his. I just know his back and knees are paper. Are Vince McMahon need to write him a, a check for permanent rehab. Listen, because my knees are fucking right, and you didn't do none of that. That bounce I wasn't wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that that bounce was uh, yeah. was a lot. Uh, but my other hey boo is um, to uh, an emotional bully. Um, oh. Someone who I'm not. <laughs> someone who you are not, uh, and it's not Thomas either. Um, my hey boo is Alex Isley. Uh, she suplexed me 50, 11 times over the last week with this new album that Nick Blue dropped. <laughs> Where's my money? <laughs> well, it's on Spotify, so I gotta listen to it like 55 million more times for you to get two dollars. <laughs> listen, this bitch said. I thought that we maybe could be something. Could have fooled me. Ooh, seems to be we're at square, square zero. fucking zero. I told you it's fine. You know that I'm lying. Ooh. We ain't even moved this whole Ooh. time. Yeah. 
uh yeah it's 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 only like 25 right. minutes but honestly like that's that's all you could you could yeah. take because for bitches with emotions so thomas you could sit this wow um, <laughs> this is why people get slapped on stage this is why and this is <laughs> this is why listen i don't i don't have, i'll write checks i can't cash um uh but yeah it's it's very good marigold her new album i will probably still be in her top three percent of listeners on spotify at the end of this year too yeah uh yes so meanwhile you have a hey boo thomas it was the um wrestling lady right no, oh, oh no, yeah. oh, it's Dawn Staley. Oh, yes, Sorry. yes. Isn't she even like coach of the year or something? Oh, well, um, yes. And oh, this year she made history as the highest paid female coach of like in history, right. um, with like a record contract. It was like something like. I, I don't. I'm not, I would misquote it, but it's in the millions of dollars, which is a first for a female coach. Um, and 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 Dawn Staley deserves because she's a legend. Yes, and uh, and it shout is. out to Philly. Um, meanwhile, on Twitter, before we go, uh, Bridgerton season two had dropped. Yes, well, that's my time. I yes, yes, it did. Out of it. Yeah, I have. <laughs> it I sure have did. Feelings apparently, uh, people feel a way about me not liking Edwina. I said what I said. It's giving Bianca. Um uh I mean she's fine. She was just a little girl. It got on my motherfucking nerves. Uh also speaking of people needing to get slapped, spoiler alert if you haven't finished Bridgerton cut this shit Bridgerton cut the shit off now. Uh I think Penelope should have slapped the dog shit out of Eloise. Like, bitch, how you gonna? <laughs> Why are you in my room? How you gonna room? ransack you my, my fucking room, bitch? Oh, no, Jesus. Don't ask me about where my money come from, huh? Worry about yourself. <laughs> Eloise. Uh, oh, so no, somebody geez. tweeted, Anthony Bridgerton said, I am not a man of poetry. And then turned around mm -hmm. and delivered, you are the bane of my existence and the object of all my desires, all my night desires. and day, I dream of you. All men do is lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That, that, that is so, funny. Because he sure did say it. It was like literally the right. next episode. Like, or two episodes later, he was like, uh... I'm not a man of poetry. <laughs> so somebody else goes, what about when he said, I know... I am imperfect, but will humble myself <laughs> before you because I cannot imagine my life without you. Not humble myself. Here's another. Jesus. Let's not forget. Oh, it's the same line. I am per I am imperfect, but will humble myself before you. No, that's not even that's Whew. someone said LOL, that poetry poured out of him when he was in front of the right woman. Ooh. Uh, let's not forget what he said. I am a gentleman. <laughs> Ooh. Like. Uh, no, for real. And also the, it's because I have never met anyone like you. It's maddening how you consume my every being. And the, all I find myself thinking about, all I find myself being able to breathe for is you. 
lies. Lies, I tell you. <laughs> Breathe for Jesus. Uh-uh. The, the line is, do you know all the ways a lady can be seduced? Do you know all the things I can teach you? <laughs> that was the that was the one, the two, and the listen, three. I said, oh, listen. I said, Miss Sharma, Miss Sharma, listen here. Come here. Let me here. tell you, I have not found that man attractive for a season and a half. But when he told that lady that she was the bane of his existence and the source of all his desires, I instantly was like, oh, he is fine. You know you're homosexual, so he oh, right up your alley. That's why. <laughs> Wasn't he in um he was in he was in company, right? I don't know him. Jonathan? No, I don't think that Jonathan was in company. In in London, he might have been. Oh, it may be perhaps uh in in London town, he may have been. Yeah. Like he's in yeah. uh cock right now with uh Taryn Edgerton. Well, Taryn and... Edgerton not in cock no more. He dropped out. Oh. Why he drop out? He had had the COVID and then he came back, and I guess he's just not the same since the COVID, so he quit. I don't know. But they were supposed to be doing that, that play together. Right. Um, I almost saw it when I was there, but I was like, I can't do this. It's very it sounds very rich to me. Very rich. Very. Well, that's our time. Niggas love a lot. Niggas love to lie. Listen, lie. the way he he fucking told that lady, like, you do not know all the ways mm -hmm. in which all the and then proceeded to eat her out outside in the park. In the house, in the backyard. Excuse Let me. me? Not. I was saying, what in the park? It was it in the was, backyard. The in the backyard. Yeah, it was in the backyard. And then was like, I have, you know, dishonored you. Now we have to get married. And the bitch is like, Oh, <laughs> she was like, No, no nigga, nigga I'm, <laughs> I'm fine. that's not how this works. <laughs> he was. Like, she was like, I'm cool. I'm going back to India. Dick was great. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it was perfect it was everything i was like yes miss sharma take your look life. like it was <laughs> don't look, let no dick derail your if plan. you ever find your way by my way don't ever let no dick derail look, your plan if you ever find your way by my way drop me a line but like bye. right i'm going to india what i came to do here is not happening so right. and of course he was like nope he said no <laughs> no no heart literally also but we can we can talk can we talk about uh daphne not minding none of her damn business she was only in three episodes she wouldn't mind However, none of her business i liked daphne so much this season because she peeped game mm -hmm. she saw them two having that little she tension between each other she was like oh yeah. i know what the fuck this is I know what the fuck this is. <laughs> like, let me I tell you right now how this gonna no go. And let, <laughs> I don't know what it means when a man tell me he he can't have look, no kids, but I know what this you is. You see this little mulatto baby up in here, do, don't you? <laughs> Ooh, not oh Lord have mercy, Jesus. It, it, that's what it, that's who was that's who was let there. me tell you something about lady danbury lady danbury that's my bitch baby. that is my baby. bitch that is my favorite my favorite character hands down by my none. favorite character is actually queen charlotte but lady danbury is a She's close a, second. a, a strong yeah. second yeah. yeah yeah i've just got got reversed order but yep i'm the same and you yep, know I'm who i really you. saw it for this season 
who the, the mama? Michelle. The Modis. Hey, Michelle. The little The Modis. Not Have you seen Have you seen Kay Michelle recently? She has a whole new face. She looks just like that lady. She she does have a she whole new face. She looks just like that Wait, lady. I thought she was done with surgery. She is done, but she she has a new nose. She looks like that lady After now. this one. Okay, wait. I thought that she was not having no. Don't she have that show where she talked about don't have? Yeah, but I. But her face, her current face right now, her nose looks so different. I didn't even know who she was. It's great work. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Also, work, her but skin. She, she's a different. Yeah, human. it's really great work, but she just doesn't look like herself like anymore. She looks like that lady who plays the Modis. <laughs> it's like witness. It's like witness protection. Yeah, I didn't know who she was. Oh. She was in, which I can't believe we haven't talked about on the show, Single Black Female, which was so fucking good. Oh, with uh, Amber and that, that girl, Kelly. No, uh, uh, what's her name? Oh, my God. It's Amber Riley, and um, she was on Mary Jane. God damn it. You know, I don't know. Do you want either of us to answer this question? She was just on Nicole Byers' podcast. So I'm like, Raven Goodwin. Raven Goodwin. Bitch, this shit has a 5.4 on IMDb. And that's how I know that America is racist. Because this shit was so fucking good. But y'all are just mad that it featured. Nick Jew, it's not not, not America. It's just black Well, yes, true, true, true. Uh, but it, y'all are just mad because it features two plus size brown skin, dark skin, black women. But it was, you know, the single, you know, single white female. But it was with um, mm-hmm. Amber and Raven, and Raven played this like news reporter who was famous, and Amber was a fan, and you know how the rest of it go. Which one was uh, Bridget Fonda, and which one was the other lady? Um, who was the crazy one, Bridget Fonda? That's Amber. No, Bridget Fonda was, was I think was the normal uh, one. The, I don't I honestly don't remember that movie that Bridget well. Bridget Fonda and was it Penelope? What was the name? What the name is, girl? See, don't get don't, don't get know. old children. Don't give me the lion. I'll tell Rebecca De Mornay. Yeah. I, wasn't that the oh, Hannah Ross? Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Which is a, a film, okay? Get into it. Uh Jennifer <laughs> Jason Lee. Uh, yes, yeah, all right, so, they all came out around the same time, so that's why. So, I Amber was the cuckoo one, the Jennifer Jason Lee, mm-hmm. and Raven was the Bridget mm-hmm. Fonda. It's a, it's a key, it's a good time, honey. It was on the yeah. Lifetime, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, it had the nerve to even be a little gory. It was, it was, it was oh. horror, it was suspense, it was giving. I don't oh. know about gore, but you know, there was one part that I screamed. Very loudly. Oh. All right. That's it. I mean, look at us back two weeks in a row with a guest, with a long episode. Like, give miracles happen every day. Our fucking Emmy. Okay. Where's our fucking podcast award? Podcast Hall of Fame shit. Well, you did. I want to be, I want to go to the iHeartRadio fucking shit. You will never go platinum with a black woman on the show because everyone hates us in depth. 
Oh, uh, well, then let me duck you. Um, <laughs> hey, Thomas, you want to host a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> now, why am right. I in it? <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is called What's the Tea with Nick Jew and Archer the Edgy. Without one of us, it's not the show, which is why we don't just get guest people to come on and fill in for us. Like, this, it, this is the price is on the can. <laughs> The price, the price is on the can. It, it truly is. Uh, but definitely, thank you for coming on at a very last minute, Thomas. Of course. As usual, please tell the people where they can find you. Because I was just about to be like, bye, like we were on the phone, but we're actually doing work. I know, <laughs> truly, truly. Um, uh, oh, you can find me at work. That's what <laughs> I mean. Working. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be working. Um, you, I am on the internet at Sartorially Savvy. Uh, it'll be in the show notes. I'm not spelling it anymore. Great. Great. <laughs> um, all right. You said be my piece, God damn it. L- Look it listen. up. Listen, um, <laughs> this is the day that the Lord has made. It's but not, not the day for you. Come on, come on, come on, guest apostle. But not the day for you to try it. Because if you do try it, you're you're responsible for the repercussions. <laughs> Actions do have consequences, and, and baby. What did, what did Isaac Newton say? Every action got an equal and opposite, baby. Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, hmm. and that's and that's science. But also, don't hit people. But sometimes. But also, but don't sometimes shit on black women. Also, sometimes I'm like, I just slapped in the mouth. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. <laughs>